the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, This is Real Estate Chalk Talk, broadcasting from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio. You know, they got Cliff Road open finally in Egan. Cliff Road is up a celebration. The orange cones are Are gone. gone. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice this morning. Boy, it was back up there. Man. Drive on Johnny Cake. My parents. Is that all plugged up now? Oh, it's like the the road construction of the century. I feel like we're going to be done in 2040. Yeah. Highway 3 is, I was heading down over to, I was going to take Highway 3 all the way to 494. Mm -hmm. And when you get in Invergrove Heights there, there used to be a holiday gas station. Right. That, and they must have bulldozed that building. It's gone. I know. And I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what's going on there either, but they've been working on that area. That's another area that's yeah. had orange cones there for a couple of years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but this has been just miserable on Cliff Road. Of course, I, oh, right by your house. Right by my house, right by the restaurant. You know, yeah. it's just killing us. Oh, I've been driving over to Shakopee for appointments, and I don't know how many times I've been direct, you know, thinking, okay, I'm going to drive, take Cliff to 13, and then I can't get off on Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> You can now. Yeah. You're good. good. Hooray. We're good. Okay. So we've been uh, talking with Justin about about water features and, and ponds and, and uh, those kinds of things. So when we went out to break, I just want to get into kind of the process of how you would, if I called you out to the house and said, you know, I really don't know what I want. Um, I don't even know what my budget should be. Sure. You know, I just know that I, I that my patio area is awful. And uh, I'll use my own home as an example. So I have a, a small water feature. Actually, that uh, it looks like a it's co- it's a like a brass or copper umbrella thing. Okay, it's not copper. It's like <laughs> brass uh, that we pulled out of a Minneapolis park. Oh, cool! And it's a pretty neat thing. It was it was ruined when I got it. So I rebuilt the inside of it and got some things so it works. Nice. But you know. I mean, I did it myself, so I'm out there with a shovel digging it in, and the, yeah. the, the, the holding area is too small, and it gets all nasty, and, and I haven't even fired it up this year because it's just such a pain. Yeah. So you come out. You walk, kind of walk me through the process. For your feature, I would assume that you want to incorporate your your fountain thing that you have, right? Yeah. So I would make sure, you know, if you said you have the holding tank a little small, I'd discuss with you, like, the amount of water that's in suspension and all that. So we need to have a certain amount of gallonage in the reservoir. And I'd say, you know, we can incorporate this within another waterfall that we build. So Mm -hmm. maybe it looks like your fountain starts the waterfall and it comes down. Um, As far as the budget range goes, like... I, I know the sky's the limit. But. The sky's the limit. You know, like the other day. I but did, on your video, for example, yeah. what would something similar to that, not necessarily that, but similar to that, what can someone be expecting to pay? That fountainscape, because of the amount of yep. detail work, mm-hmm. so lots of little, like, chiseling stone yeah. out and everything, that fountainscape goes for right around 40000 Yeah, I figured that was, oh, I, thought, yeah. I thought 50. I figured it was yep. right up there, a high-end fountain. Yep. Uh, uh, in terms of, a, of the ponding and water feature, mm-hmm. like we discussed on the last segment, where you've got, basically, you build a stream. Yeah. Um, you know, what is something... 
what would that be? So we've we've standardized everything for mm-hmm. ourselves. So yeah. we have package pricing. So okay. I would come out with my package pricing right. and then I'd show you yeah. right there. So it wouldn't be a wait and I'll send you an email. Correct. We could make a decision on site. Um, our small, our mini waterfall that a lot of people put like by their front door mm-hmm. goes for 3800 Um Still a custom design. It's going to look natural uh, and it's up to five feet in length. Our uh, small package is seventy five hundred. Our medium is ten thousand. Um, our large is fifteen thousand. And then every option there has a deluxe option where we can add a second pump. Where we talked about those housings, mm-hmm. so we'll add a second pump. It'll double our width, and we'll get double the water flow and just more for us to play with for okay. you. So, and that deluxe option adds usually about five thousand. Okay. So. You know, our average project is around 15000 mm-hmm. you know. But so all in all, I mean, to me, not that bad. Right. I mean, for yeah. a land, For a, for a land, because you can go in and landscape a yard. Yeah. And if you're going to do the whole yard and do it well, <clears throat> you know, you're looking at, you know, $35,000. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, yeah. You know, you can go and put a couple of bushes in and, and uh, some sod and, you know, call it landscaping, but that's not really landscaping. Yeah, and we feel like the water feature is an art, but it, it's a reason to go outside. Yes. You know, like... Um, if you put a patio out there, the you know it's an okay reason to go out there. It's mm-hmm. a you know, but when you have a water feature, it's a reason to like let's get outside. Right. And we also like to design it with you know keeping in mind where your windows are, where mm-hmm. your bedroom is, because you're going to be able to crack your window and enjoy it from inside. Right. And then all our features come with underwater lighting, which is my favorite part because. Um, the underwater lighting do this kind of dancing effect, right? Mm-hmm. So if we got a nice tree to do Bounce the effect on, mm-hmm. we'll be able to, you know, so your neighbors will see it, you know, and um, we just think it brings, it really brings life to your yard. And, it, and even the waterfalls bring bring animals to your right. yard, you know, it brings actual Birds life to you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and if the water that you lose is going back into the atmosphere and evaporation. Right. So. What about... Uh, if someone has a is living on on a pond, mm-hmm. is there a way to incorporate you know a natural ponding you know as a water source maybe or you know into a, to create a loop if you will to get mm-hmm. some some movement because so many of the ponds some of them are so much like we need that in my development it's so mucked up back yeah. there yeah a lot I of think right gonna, now we'd have to get mm-hmm. permission from the city or something but do you guys yep. do that type of stuff yep so what you're it ends up being a bit more costly. To do that, but what you can do is we can create what's called an intake bay mm-hmm. on the side of the pond, right? Okay. Um, what what that does is we'll basically create a wall as we build a reservoir that's going to be able to collect this water, and then because we'll, the pond levels go up and down, yes. And so then. you have to you have to design it to account for that fluctuation. That's mm-hmm. a real challenge is the the water level, you know. Um, but then when we let that water go through our intake bay, this is a, going to be a giant filter. Now we're going to filter with rocks and gravel, okay. the aqua blocks, and then also we're going to plant it heavily uh, with with native aquatic plants, right? Um, so when that water passes through the rocks, gravel, the plants, it's a giant wetland or bog filter, mm-hmm. different terminology throughout different parts of the country but right. um that's going to create an, an additional filtration you know and get the water moving because a lot of it's stagnant even just mm-hmm. you know you'll see that's why you see the big fountain in the middle mm-hmm. right but our problem there is the fountain is just like a real mechanical sound it's repetitive yeah like that fountainscape or a waterfall that we build it's going to have high tones low right. tones mm-hmm. because of 
how we design each waterfall is going to be able, we're going to get a different sound from it, right? So your ear will naturally go to that. Um, we just feel this, the fountains are, I think, are going to be a thing of the past eventually. Do you, uh, what about the plants? You mentioned aquatic plants, mm-hmm. like, like floating plants, like hyacinths and those types of things. Yeah, you can. Those are going to die, though. Yeah. So we really like to try to go with with uh, more native plants um so like sweet flag is my favorite because it smells nice it's beautiful it thrives here um we end up we end up giving some to our our uh, pond pond supplier every Mm -hmm. year because we have to cut so many back um certain types of cattails depending on the design if you go with like dwarf cattails um, those are our favorite, and then grasses and stuff like that. You know, things. where do you, where is your base of operation? Where do you operate out of? Uh, we have a shop in Apple Valley, which is basically just for our equipment yeah. and such, mm-hmm. um, because we just kind of outgrew my garage. Right. Uh, but then, <laughs> then out of my house, and um, you know, we don't really ha- really have a need for a storefront at this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just been out of my garage. Well, you're gone. I mean, you're out on the field. Yeah, we're in the field. My office changes every day, which I love, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, We just did a job in Emily, Minnesota, which is pretty cool. It's right by Cross Lake, and it was for a resort. Um, And they let us bring all our families there and stay there while we built. And oh, nice. What's oh. the length of the time of a project like? I mean, how long are you, how long are you working on a project? Um, it depends on the project. But your average, like you said, your average 15, is about 15. What's that's that? that's going to be like three to four days. It is, okay. Yeah, maybe five. Depends on access, mm-hmm. you know. So we'll we'll take that into consideration when we have that consultation. How's the access? But we're, we're set up to get into backyards. Mm-hmm. So both of our machines are... Um, bobcats, uh, but they're miniature versions. So we have a mini excavator, um, and we have to get through a gate. Or... It, it can get through a thirty-six or thirty-seven inch opening. Okay. Right? So we we don't have much problems. We don't end up having to take apart fences. We did this on purpose because mm-hmm. I can still lift a fifteen hundred pound boulder. You right. know, like if you want bigger rocks and we have good access, we'll just we'll just rent the machine that can do do so on that certain project. But right. I'd say ninety percent of our projects, people are quite happy with the size rocks we get and they're like, those are bigger than I thought. Right. So a fifteen hundred pound rock is a big rock. You mm-hmm. know? So yeah. So when you're when you're drawing it out then, I mm-hmm. mean do you do you uh, like sketch it out for people so they can kind of see the sketches end up kind of being an injustice to it. Okay. So what we've done is we've created uh, package videos. Mm-hmm. So we've got enough sample size where okay. we basically have an example. These of, are ones we've done. Yeah, these are ones we've done just to give Perfect. you an idea. So uh, within that package are mm-hmm. people able to customize? They're able to Oh yeah. So you can kind of show them like this was what you get for this price point, but yep. they can go in and do their own spin on it. Yep. And they're like, oh, I like that fountain feature where you had that spillway or those bubbling rocks, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll incorporate it, right? So, okay. like, the the there's a bubbling urn, for example, that we've we've placed in the middle of the pondless waterfalls. The sky's the limit. Like, we're only limited by budget and creativity, really. How would you like them to get a hold of you? Uh, they can call me uh, at 612 612- Two four seven two nine eight one, or visit us at pondkingwatergardens.com. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks, Keith. Get that rack shack attack, rack shack barbecue. Ooh, 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 yeah. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.